Today on the Diz List, we discuss the top five tours we wish they offered at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 55, where we discuss the top five tours we wish they offered at Walt Disney World. You know, uh, this is going to be a fun list. I think it's kind of creative. It's always fun to do that. Um, this past week, I got to do something really fun as well, which was to be on uh, be a guest on a YouTube podcast. That was That was a lot of fun. Now, I went over to Nick's house last night to watch it, and it was really cool. Yeah. It was it was great and kind of weird to see the Diz List without me in it. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of yeah. like your solo tour, and I yeah, have to sit like back and I felt like I was cheating collect. on you. <laughs> um, no, it was good. It was, it was really good. I mean, you. it was very informative, and anybody who is curious about DVC, myself included, luckily I have Nick as a resource, should definitely, definitely listen to it. And he's going to elaborate a little bit on it more, but... It was really fun to watch, and I, I enjoyed it. So where can people see slash hear this? Can you give us uh, yeah. a little um, – actually, let's start at the beginning. Let's rewind a little bit. Who's this person? How did you get in contact with them? And then we'll get to where yeah. where they can listen and watch if they want to. So, so start. Megan just recently started a, a podcast, a YouTube podcast, um, called DVC Trip Reports. Um, and she's you know on Instagram at – DVC trip reports, uh, but you can find it right on YouTube. And she contacted me and wanted to know, cause she had listened to the podcast and knew that I was a DVC member. Kind of wanted to know if I would go on the show, if we would go on the show. I think she thought we were both DVC members. Um, and then when I, you know, after we communicated back and forth, we decided I would, I would, you know, show up on her show and, and be a guest. And it was a lot of fun. Cause I, I love talking about DVC. You know that. Um, I've watched a couple of the other episodes that she's done, and, and they're great because everybody has a different DVC story. So it's nice to be able to go and listen to somebody else's DVC story and, and hear new tips um, from other DVC members. You can find it on YouTube at um, DVC Trip Reports. If you just you know put that in the in the search bar, it'll show up. Or you can she has links obviously on her um, stories and and whatnot at DVC Trip Reports on Instagram. Now, she's a fellow New Yorker also, right? Yeah, she's from the real Saratoga Springs, right. not, not the Disney Saratoga Springs. Well, I, that was one of my favorite things about your, I'll just say your video, your well, your interview, we'll say. Yeah. The, one of my favorite things about the interview is that you were talking about going to Saratoga Springs, the resort at Disney, right? and then that's actually the area where yeah. she's from. Yeah, we were, we were joking that like the Saratoga in Florida is hot as the surface of the sun. <laughs> and that was there that's that's uh, Rob's line that he loves to use yep. about the Florida heat. Yes. So um, I said, yeah, I don't know that it would really feel like Saratoga, and she laughed because you know she was she's from Saratoga, so she knows. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I always love talking about DVC. So if anybody ever wants to ask any questions about it too, I would open up. You know, contact us on our social media pages. We're at Dizlist Pod everywhere. Now, if you've gotten this far and you're still thinking to yourself. 
What does DVC stand for? Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. <laughs> what we need to know, and I'm not calling out Nick here. I do the same thing all the time. We need to be better on our podcast about you know ex- explaining these things. So DVC stands for Disney Vacation Club, and it is similar, if not exactly, a timeshare. I mean, it is. Disney doesn't like to call it that because there's a negative connotation with timeshares. So they kind of shy away from calling it that, but... It's a timeshare. I mean, yeah. you, you buy in. It holds its value unlike other timeshares. It certainly holds its value. Um, it actually, in many times, it, it appreciates in value as long as you're you know, selling a, a product that is a hot commodity because you can sell this resale and you can buy it resale. You can buy directly from Disney and you buy it in terms of points. You don't like buy it. You can buy a specific week, but usually you buy points. And uh, yeah, so Disney Vacation Club or DVC is something that I've been a member of since 2020. And another thing you can do, which I have done, is you can rent DVC points. You can. So, I mean, I had the convenience of renting DVC points to the person sitting across from me, which was very convenient. But they have a lot of different websites where if you are not sure whether or not you want to commit and you want to buy DVC, like us, my my wife and I, for example, we thought, we're going to try this route first and we're going to rent points. So the the biggest difference, if you're thinking, okay, what what's what's the biggest benefit? The DVC resorts are usually the nicest resorts, right? It, I would say probably the nicest resorts. Currently, all at uh, deluxe accommodations. Right now, they're they are putting in cabins at Fort Wilderness, so that would be their first moderate resort. If they keep it moderate, I could also see them maybe putting in a clubhouse and stuff there, and then the the cabins become actually deluxe resort. And let me let's finish with this one too. What what is the difference in a room that's a DVC room? And I know this because obviously mm-hmm. I got to stay there. So if you were renting points or if you buy DVC and you have a DVC room, what is one of the benefits of having one of those rooms? How are they different than a standard? Uh, well, let's use Polynesian for example. That's probably the best easiest one for everybody if i am booking a regular hotel room at the polynesian what does it look like versus if i have a dvc room what could that look like that's a good question i'm going to elaborate beyond the poly because poly is unique uh the polynesian only has studios so there are there are okay bad example so it's not a bad example because because i will talk about a difference there so the polynesian has studios deluxe studios um then they have the bungalows which are like Astronomically, oh those are incredible. <clears throat> um, <laughs> look those up. Go on yeah. YouTube and look up the Polynesian yeah. bungalows, and yeah. then you'll be crying and wish, <laughs> wishing you could go there. Wishing you had two thousand dollars a night. Oh, those are um, amazing. So, at other resorts, typically there's a deluxe studio. Then you have one bedrooms, two bedrooms, and possibly three bedroom grand villas. Um, the main difference is in the amenities. So, at a normal Polynesian hotel room, you'll have two queen beds and you know, you've got your maybe a coffee maker and you've got sometimes they have beverage coolers. I'm not sure at the Polynesian if they do, but they usually have like a beverage cooler, not a refrigerator, but a beverage cooler. In the deluxe villas, there's a mini fridge. Okay, the deluxe studios, there's a mini fridge. There's a, a pull-out couch. Which is great. And they're the new yeah. they're the new style pull-out couches at the poly. The ones that are like Murphy beds. Oh, geez, my daughter loved it because um, it says comfortable. It's not you're not sleeping on a pullout couch. You're sleeping on a regular mattress, no. which is nice. And my daughter's tall too, yeah. and she oh, yeah. fit perfectly on it. And there's and then there's the the fold out bed for the fifth person. That's like a Murphy bed, Murphy day bed. I think they might call it. 
in one bedroom and two bedroom accommodations or three bedroom accommodations at other resorts, um, whenever you're in one of those, you're going to have a full kitchen. So you have usually two bathrooms um, in those and you have a full kitchen or you at least have a bath and a half in those. Yeah, um, we had a bath and a half in ours. Yeah. That was very convenient yeah. for getting ready in the morning. Yeah, that poly is kind of weird because it's like two showers but one toilet. I don't it's kind of a weird way to do right. a bath and a half. I yeah. don't know what they, but um, in like Beach Club where I've been, or like I'm staying at Bay Lake Tower coming up, in those one bedrooms, two bedrooms, or three bedroom grand villas, you have multiple bathrooms. You have a full kitchen with, you know, like just like you're at home, like a stove, a and stove, oven, uh, full size refrigerator, freezer, um, dishwasher. They have dishes there for you. You can, so you can cook. So a lot of people on DVC like don't eat out they're not like us where we're eating out at restaurants they, or they're food allergy they, people right and, well that's another thing is a lot of times you'll get the food allergy people who have severe food allergies will end up just cooking everything right there um and then uh, the other kicker here is that there's laundry in your room mm. so a washer dryer in your room that's that's probably the main difference i would say between a regular hotel room at disney and the dvc stuff because they always like to say when you're a dvc member when you check in they're like oh welcome home because they want you to feel like it's your home away right. from home. I remember watching um, a video recently at the um, Contemporary Resort, and they were touring one of the rooms. And just looking at the washer and dryer, I just remember thinking, you know, if I'm taking a break in the middle of the day and my shirt is soaked, instead of just, like, throwing it in a pile or e even throwing it over, like, the, the shower, and it's still gross, just, you know, clean it. Well, <laughs> Watch it. And it allows you to pack lighter because you can do laundry midweek. Yeah, if you great. go over a week, you can you can still get away with packing maybe four days worth of clothes. And yeah. nobody, you know, nobody does that at Disney. I mean, maybe people do, but well, you could do you know it. how it is. You end up underwear, socks, yeah, shorts. Yeah, I always end up packing like for like twenty five days for a seven day trip. Yeah, but, you know, that's just me. No, so. I do the same thing though. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, I hope everybody goes and checks that out. Could you yeah. repeat it one more time for the people that did not write it down the first time? This, yeah. this is my teacher. Uh, <laughs> now, quick review at the end, folks. Yeah, so this is how teachers if think. You go, if you go to YouTube and just look for DVC Trip Reports, or if that doesn't help you out, you can go to at DVC Trip Reports on Instagram. Um, so that's where you could find it. Uh, I would, I'm sure she would appreciate all of our listeners going and checking it out. It's a, it's a pretty informative show. Also, before we head off to the halftime show, I wanted to thank our brand new patron. Excellent. Uh, Emily P. So, Emily, thank you so much for signing up to be a uh, jungle skipper. We really appreciate it. Thank and, you, Emily. And uh, just a reminder to everybody, uh, Emily was able to gain early access to new episodes as well as all of our back catalog as well as future episodes of our mini episodes. Cool. Um, They're not all Star Wars, just a couple of them. Just a couple of them. I get that question sometimes. Are these all Star Wars? No, no, no. no just, no. just I think two of them. Yeah, and um, <laughs> so we're also even if you're not interested in being a a sponsoring member of Patreon, um, you can go on there now and follow us. And I believe um, so now. Like they've changed the way things are doing. We're part of the beta for this. Um, we just signed up for it. I actually just got the email yesterday. I haven't done anything with it, but we'll be able to post um, our individual mini episodes. And then post them as, like, if you're a member, you get them. And if you're not a member, you can pay to have that one episode. So let's say we do a mini you're really interested in. Maybe it's the it's like Star, Wars. Star Wars one or maybe yeah. it's an Indiana Jones one or something cool. like that. And you really want to hear what we have to say about that. Nice. And Or maybe you don't want to commit to the 
buying us a cup of coffee every month. Um, you could, you know, for a buck or two or whatever, you can buy our mini episodes. So please go check that out. And again, uh, the halftime show today is brought to you by Emily P, our latest patron. Thank you so much. Welcome back to the Diz List. Uh, today we're going to count down the top five tours that don't exist that we wish did exist. And this was recommended to us um, on Instagram by one of our friends, um, That Traveling Co. Uh, slash That Disney Hustle. And the reason I said slash is they kind of they have two Instagram accounts. They have one podcast, That Travel. Sorry, That Vacation Co. Is what I meant to say. Um, and That Vacation Company, uh, they're they are travel agents, but they're also um, podcasters, and they do a podcast that they alternate. Usually, it's every other week where they do one is just traveling in general, and the other cool. one is Disney-related, and those ones, those episodes are called That Disney Hustle. Um, cool. They're actually local to us, so. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to listen. Yeah, they're definitely, uh, so they're locals, and you know, they've, I actually met um, and found out about them because- uh, their daughter oh, was on my... Oh, that's who this yeah, is. Yeah, on my oh, soccer keep, team. Yeah. Keep going. No, no, tell yeah. that story. Well, I know my, it, but the listeners don't yeah, know my, it. My daughter's on their... Uh, my my daughter's soccer team, um, their daughter was on it last year, a micro soccer type team, so just learning skills and stuff. And I was wearing a t-shirt that was the mural from uh, Spaceship Earth, and Caleb, the host, says, oh, I like your shirt. And I was like, Wow, somebody actually recognized what this is. That's a like, deep cut. <laughs> yeah, that's not something that's not like Mickey's on my shirt. It's no, and girl. it doesn't say. Yeah, it's just very specifically the art that's outside yeah. Spaceship Earth. And of course, once I know somebody like likes Disney, then we get talking, and I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, I started a podcast with my friend Rob, and he's like, We have a podcast too. You should check us out. So cool. Yeah, that was that was last summer around this time. Actually. Very cool. So, um, shout out to Caleb and and all the good work he does on his podcast, and thank you for not keeping this to yourself and letting us do this show. <laughs> so when Nick, Nick and I will, will text during the week. I mean, it's summer, so we, we don't see each other every day when we're working. We, we both teach in the same school. So we see each other every day. We chat about the show. So Nick shot me a text and said, Hey, how about tours not offered? And I was right away. I, I wrote back and said, yeah, it's cool. And like, it's funny because my mind went all these different places and then I went, I got like three in a row and then blanked and then thought about it and thought, oh, I got some, some cool ideas for this. Yeah. But I also think it's important to know what tours they currently offer. They offer more than you think. They do. So I have a list and I'm not going to go too long and please cut me off if I'm taking too much time with each of these. Sure. Because I think it's interesting to also kind of know the price for these. Yeah. Because they're, they're not. Some of them are some very of them are accessible. very affordable. Some of them are not, but some of them are very affordable. <laughs> so let's start with a funny one that is not very affordable, and that is cake decorating. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So cake decorating, yeah, you decorate a character dome cake in a class with a talented Disney pastry artist at Disney Springs for a hundred and ninety nine dollars. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Okay. The second one is the one I want to do more than any other. Um, and you know which one I'm yeah, talking about. Yep, I do. And we have some local friends, and one of which is a, um, a AAA um, person who do, who um, books tours for us. Uh, it's my friend Dale. And it's the Keys to the Kingdom tour. Yeah. 
And this one is a five-hour look at the most iconic theme park in Walt Disney World, uh, and it's $114, which is expensive, but not incredibly expensive. I, I don't mean, think... It, it, but you also have to have a park ticket, too, I think. A you park do. hopper. Not hopper. Not for the kingdom. It's only at Magic Kingdom? Only at Magic Kingdom. Okay. I didn't know if they took you anywhere else. No, you're that thinking one. of the VIP ones. Yeah. Oh, and that one is next. Correct. Yep. So the VIP this one is, does... Yes, you're this right. This pricey. This one you do have to... Valid park admission is required for each park visited and is not included in the price of the tour. So these I see all the time because, and every time I see somebody who's getting a VIP tour, I look. <laughs> Are they because, wearing sunglasses? <laughs> well, a lot of times it's famous people. So yeah. when we were in California, we were on the lookout for these VIP tours. And every time we looked to see who was, alas, we never saw anybody that was famous. We, you know, I don't know if they're maybe yeah. CEOs and, and whatever else. So to get to the point, they it's a VIP tour that takes you all around the park. You get automatically get on the attractions. So the price ranges. Now, remember, you have to have a park ticket and a park hopper. It, the, it ranges from $450 a person. Oh, no, per hour, per hour. So from $450 per hour to $900 per hour. That's not even for the full day. That's crazy, and it depends on the season. So, like, if you're there at Christmas time, it's which, probably like nine hundred. Which is why you don't see just one person walking around with a VIP. It's a, yeah. it's a group of people usually. Um, yeah, I'm not doing it, but that's just because I don't have the money. If if we had a group of podcast friends who all got together, yeah, and we went and had like ten of us split that cost. Now right. it's okay. Yeah, I mean it's still expensive, but like I yeah. would do Keys to the Kingdom before I would do the private VIP tour. Yeah. Because the keys to the kingdom, they're going to take you down underneath to, right. to uh, utility doors, like stuff you don't get to see. Yeah, the VIP, the VIP tour, or VIP the, is. I mean, you kind of get history and you get cool stuff like that, but it's probably you, stuff we already know. Well, I don't know if that about that, but it's just I feel like it's just a very expensive way to skip the lines. Yeah, true. But I, for if you can afford to do it, great, good on you. I I wish I could, but I would be more apt to do the keys to the kingdom first. The next three are all Epcot tours. <laughs> Okay, one you're going to be doing, which yep. we'll hear a lot about, and that's the Behind the Seeds Tour. Yep. And that is at the Land Pavilion for $35 a person. Mm -hmm. Very affordable. The next one is, um, the next two are at the Seas Pavilion, and one is the Dolphins In-Depth Tour. And you get a two-hour dolphin encounter and a group of no more than eight guests, and that's $199. So you get to actually swim with the dolphins. Mm -hmm. uh, the next one is the Dive Quest Tour, and you immerse yourself in a scuba experience with guaranteed calm seas. That's so funny it says that. Guaranteed calm. Well, you're, you're in a big old tank. I hope yeah. it's calm. Yeah. No current, unlimited yeah. visibility, and incredible marine life and coral. Yeah, two hundred and nineteen. I mean, I mean yeah. you're scuba, but so you, you also it. have to be scuba certified. So yeah, so that so those are the Epcot ones, and then there's quite a few at Animal Kingdom. You're doing one of these, yep. which you're doing the Rhino one, correct? Okay, we're uh, caring for giants, and that's a closer look at majestic African elephants, and that's thirty five per person. Savor the Savannah tour, located in Africa at the Disney Animal Kingdom theme park, and this is very interesting. I noticed this. The price ranges between $147.9, says that on there, <laughs> it's copy-paste, it was $147.9 between that and $174. So $147.9. So $147.90. Yeah, but it, it, there was no zero, it was just 0 .9. 
I thought you would like that as well, a numbers I mean, guy. It was made by Disney IT. Yeah. Let's keep that in mind. <laughs> right. Point, point nine. Next one is Wild Africa Trek. And that is a privately guided VIP uh, expedition of full close encounters with exotic African wildlife. That sounds cool. Yep. And that one is 199. Some I'll, of I, I want to add some yeah, of ahead. these. Some of these. If you're thinking, oh, I want to do these, um, go and check out age restrictions because many of the ones, especially oh, yeah, Animal teens Kingdom and up. Yeah, many of the many yeah. of the Animal um, Kingdom ones. Yep. Are, so so your kid is only a, an adult when Disney wants to charge you a bunch. <laughs> they're not an adult sure. when they want to actually be safe on a tour. Right. Just so we're clear. So that one, the Rhinos one that you're going to be doing, and I can't wait to hear about it. That's 45, yeah. also affordable. Very affordable. And then we have, oh, so this one is at uh, Animal Kingdom Villas. So this is not at the park. It's at the Villas. And this one is called the Starlight Safari yep. at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge Tour. And this one is uh, set out on an immersive safari, safari adventure reminiscent of a nighttime drive through an African game reserve. And this one, again had a decimal point. This one is $75.65, and that's the low, or between between that and $89. I just found it bizarre that, like, two of them, not only one was .9, but another one had, like, a decimal point and a specific, like, amount. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I just found that very bizarre. Anyways, that's what they currently offer. So we we know which ones they currently offer. Now you know which ones they currently offer. And we're going to go through and tell you ones that we think would kind of be cool, fun, and exciting for us. Yeah. So uh, I did all the talking right there, and usually I start. but And uh, we have to stick with tradition, or else okay, I'm going to lose well, my then, mind. Then, then what Can I you will, comment a little bit? Yeah, I'm going your... to comment about something that they don't offer, that they did offer, and I can't determine Good. whether they still do. Perfect, because I didn't want a huge chunk of Rob and then a huge chunk of Rob. So they used to offer a a... Food tour at Magic Kingdom. Okay. Yeah. Now I know that they offered it. It was called um, Taste of Magic Kingdom Park VIP Tour. Okay. And it was ninety nine dollars, and it was offered as recently as two thousand nineteen. I know that because that's the last thing I can find posted on Disney Parks blog. Hmm. Okay. I cannot find it anywhere. It's and it's still that that link is still active, but it oh. does not say anything on when you go to their tours or the, what are they called enchanted extras or something like that. Yeah, is what is how they define these tours. When you click on that part of the website and it lists these all out, that's basically what we just read off. Yeah, it doesn't list it there. Hmm. So, I if anybody knows if that is still a thing, let me know because it's actually something I would possibly do. It's a little bit more expensive. Ninety nine dollars obviously is not as cheap, but if you're eating your way around Magic Kingdom, trying different snacks, mm -hmm. keep in mind that you're doing the tour. Plus, you're not going to need to be buying lunch, you know? Yeah, that's so, true. So that's a thought. But since we're uh, now talked about all the things that they offer, or we think they used to offer and maybe right. don't offer anymore, but we wish could come back. Or if you're listening and you know of one, yeah. let us know. Um, so what do you have for your number five tour that you wish they offer? So my number five is the is the Cinderella Castle Tour. Now, the Cinderella Castle Tour is going to be everything that is all-encompassing of just the castle. Okay, I'm going to say this one's probably going to be $55, okay? 
estimate. Wow. And what they're going to do is take you inside to Cinderella's royal table. Maybe you have a snack there. And then you go upstairs. No, because that would bring the price up. Yeah, I was going to say, $55? No, maybe just a tour it of that. It 65 just to eat there. Then you go upstairs, and the, and the whole reason, the whole basis of this was, if you don't know, there is a hotel room at the top of Cinderella's castle. Yeah. I don't know if I call it a hotel room since it, you can't rent it, but yeah. But it's a way to see it. Yeah. That's a way to get in there and see it. So if you can't book it, you can't rent it, the Cinderella castle tour can take you all around. What is in there? You know, where where are the uh, little hidden areas that you can't see? Like go behind the scenes and they can talk about how it was built and why it's as tall as, as it is and maybe even talk about how the fireworks um, go off or where do the characters come out? How do they close it up when they come out and they do Festival of Fantasy? Uh, I just thought that would be kind of a cool focus to just talk about the 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 hub and the the icon the icon the weenie of all of the Walt Disney World parks. So yeah, I thought that would be kind of a a fun doable one. And my number five is the Cinderella Castle tour. Um, they actually you can go on YouTube and see some walkthroughs of that. Ho- I'm putting in air quotes here that hotel room. So there there are some YouTube videos of that. But that's cool. But it yeah. That you're, you're not just calling up saying, hey, I want the Cinderella's Royal Suite. Yeah. You're not getting it. So my number five is one that I'm shocked that they have not taken advantage of. Everybody goes and does this on their own, but I think they could. Disney's missing out on some revenue and possibly making it a little safer for people. And that is, I think they should offer a drink slash eat around the world tour. Right. People do this already. And then they get out of control. Let's call yeah. it like it is. Yeah. Like we, some we, we see these, serve. Yeah. we see these these drunks. I mean, literally, they're drunk people just stumbling around the, the world showcase because they don't know what they can handle and what they can't. Right. But if they if they offered a tour that took you from place to place and not only gave you like there was if there were exclusive things. Oh, that that's the key okay? right there. So when you go to Mexico, you go in with the tour. You go into La Cava and you have a a specialty margarita. Maybe it's a half pour margarita because you're doing a tour, right? And Disney can control that. Oh, and I've had those. And, we've talked about on the so, show. Those are hard margaritas so, in so, a good way. Yeah. So you go and you have a specialty margarita you can only get by doing this tour. Cool. And maybe you get, you know, a normal snack like their chips and their uh, che- the nacho cheese. I don't think it's called nacho cheese. Oh, the queso. Queso. There we go. Yeah. Um, and then from there you go to the next country, to the next country, to the next country. And everywhere cool. you go, you get a, a unique cocktail or and or a unique dish. So every place you go, you're getting something unique to the tour. You can only get it on the tour. And I think that Disney would be able to, A, make money on this because people would want to do it, and B, possibly control the, the drunkenness of some of the patrons who who tend to try to try to really drink around the world and are drinking the full margarita, <laughs> then they're, well, I mean, we have a margarita. We got to have a Corona too, or then, a Modelo. Then they're we'll, swimming in the Italian uh, yeah. uh, uh, no, those are fountain. Just, those are just the cheer parents. <laughs> so what is your estimated cost? So I think, I think for this. It's going to be steep just because of what's included, yeah, especially think, with the alcohol. I think for this, it would not be, it would not be out of bounds to charge Upwards of one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, okay, one hundred and fifty or more. I thought you were going to say three hundred. No, I don't think it's that much. But I think because if you're only including like half drinks, 
half yeah. pours at every single spot. Yeah, it's a tasting and, and like a small little, you know, appetizer, almost like almost like a food festival size yeah. piece. I think that'd be great. And and I didn't I didn't really think too, as much about the costs as I think you have obviously put in. Well, how just much because, it would cost, well, but yeah, and mainly because I was looking up the prices of the ones that currently exist. Yeah, so. I think I think one fifty two hundred, depending on you know. Depending on the situation. Cool. I would do that. Uh, I think it'd be a that's great a one. And that's that's my number five. Cool. Uh, my number four is something that I sort of know how this particular thing works at Walt Disney World. I get the idea and how the tech works, but I just want to go behind the scenes and see how it works. And that is, I want to see how Turtle Talk with Crush and Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor works behind the scenes. So if you're not familiar with these two attractions, you um, they're mainly for kids, but Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floors, you know, it's for everybody. You you go in, and we'll, we'll use Turtle Talk, for example. So you walk in, it's the size of a, you know, like larger classroom. All the kids are sitting on the floor. And then Crush comes up on the screen from Finding Nemo, and it's a computer animation of Crush. And you can talk and interact with Crush. Crush sees you, hears you. And reacts to what you say. So you're talking to a digital animated character. Now it's all done behind the screen, behind the scenes. So there's cameras in there and there is an actor somewhere or actress, depending on who does the voice. Um, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, they have some really funny female comedians that I, I think are really, really good. Yeah. And they are backstage somewhere, sometimes like miles away. Yeah. And it's like a Zoom call. But the difference is... What you're seeing on the end of the Zoom call is an animated monster, or you're seeing Crush, for example. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would love to see them looking at the people and how the cameras, if they zoom in on kids, do they write down the name of the kid so they can remember it? Do they have certain things? I, I just would love to see them do the voices, too. And I know that's not really a tour, but... It's something I would love to see the behind the scenes of, because yeah. it's just really fascinating. I think. I think... Crush more than anything I'd like to see because Crush doesn't just react. Um, like it's canned animations for the most part with monster with Monsters Inc. Yes, but with with Crush, you'll notice like when somebody says something that's like a little bit off, like he will have a confused look on his face. Yeah, so I want to know how they do the animation too. Yeah, like it, on the or fly, is there like two that. people. Like it right, does yeah. one person press the buttons for yeah. the movements, or does it one person doing? Or is it, it like an AI, like almost like a Snapchat filter that yeah. like that take, takes the re- facial reaction of the person and puts yeah. it on Crush? Because there are some there are some times where like a kid will say something that's a little off, and you know, that's like like there was one I saw the other day. Uh, a, there was a guy. They were for some reason they were talking to an adult. And he said, I want to know, do you have any advice for fathers? And he goes, huh, well, how many kids do you have? And the guy responds, none that I know of. (laughs) And so you see Crush, like the face you just made is exactly the face that Crush made. His eyes got big and he paused and then did like the looking around the room like, uh, if you don't know about him, you have a long way to go to learn how to be a good father. Um, So I want to know how they do the animation thing. I think that would be fun. And you know, it doesn't have to be a tour tour where you're walking. That's I think that's a tour, you know? Adobe has that now. Uh, Adobe has Character Animator yeah. where it recognizes your face and mm-hmm. you know, similar to those Snapchat filters. Yeah. So that's my number four is behind the scenes with, I don't know, interactive characters, Turtle Talk, Monsters, yeah. Inc., Laugh Floor, 
Uh, that's my four. What do you have for four? So my number four may be one, even though this is a completely you know made up list for us, I think that possibly something about this might show up on your list. Mine is an after dark ghost of the park. So oh, there are lots, cool. there's lots of talk about, you know, George, the pirate over in Pirates of the Caribbean. There's talks about how Haunted Mansion really is haunted. Mm-hmm. There's talks about stuff over in, in Hollywood studios and different places around the parks that are quote unquote haunted. So I think it'd be really cool to have an after hours. So Disney after dark mm-hmm. and they go through and tell you, these are the things, these are the, the types of paranormal activities we have, we've possibly witnessed or we have had cast members report about this area and then while like if it's you're talking about pirates you you get to ride pirates now if you're on the mm-hmm. tour you no wait you're riding pirates and they, they tell you the story about haunted mansion and how people have been known to possibly um i don't want to say dispose um put their loved ones mm-hmm. ashes to rest oh yeah at, ha- at haunted mansion which is illegal you're not supposed to do that no um but it happens but, all the time people, but they people have been permanently banned yes from walt disney world correct for disposing of is not the right word we'll say spreading ashes yes. yep. inside the haunted mansion yeah and so there are talks about how you know you go through and they talk about that maybe they talk about the possible actual paranormal activity and then you go through the haunted mansion that's cool. so i think uh, an after dark ghost tour and it could be any park maybe there's one in each park maybe you go to multiple parks maybe it's a really expensive tour and they bring you to each park and it's like an, an hours long nighttime thing but or I maybe think, it's a four-part halloween thing where you go for four weeks and it's every friday for four weeks and it's one park every yeah. friday or, but i think i think that'd be really cool and after hours cool. after dark ghost of the park tour well i have something similar later so. <laughs> I kind of thought that uh, possibly that might yeah, be. Yeah, but just... a different spin. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's my number four. Yeah. What do you got for number three? Number three is something that I think would be really cool. I'll just get right to it. Uh, it's the Disney character tour. So I would want to go down and look at the archive of all of the old uh, Disney character costumes. I want to see who is in there. Who. What characters have they had? I mean, I've seen so many uh, all the way back to, you know, gosh, maybe 1980 or maybe 1979 was the first time I went. But, you know, the common characters used to be Tigger was very common, still is. But the Pinocchio villains were very, very common. There's pictures of me with with the villains from Pinocchio. Um, I just think it would be a cool tour to go down and look at the archive of all of those costumes and all the different characters they've had through the years. And you get to try one on. Oh my you, God. And and I think that would be the selling point is that, you know, they would have one set aside that they could, you know, clean and whatever else. And you would get to try on a character costume, but down there, you don't get to go out, you don't get to go <laughs> into the park, but it's all kind of for the people that are really into the characters in the park and let's see, let's look at the archive. Let's see, what do they look like on the inside? Are they really air conditioned on the inside? What fabric do they use? How do they, you know, is there a zipper? Do the heads connect? How do they do the blinking on Mickey when they have Mickey up on stage? Like that stuff I think is really cool. I would love to do a Disney character tour. Yeah. I, I don't know that the, I don't, I know you said this would be the, this would be the, the, the kind of thing that hooks you. Is getting to try one. I don't know if that would be the trying one on would be the hook. I think 
the archival, seeing the evolution of Mickey. Yeah. Seeing the evolution of Goofy. Seeing characters that you didn't even remember them ever having, but they're like, yeah, this person was wandering the parks from this date to this date. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they have a record of all of that. It would be really cool to see the archival stuff, almost like Uh a- a museum. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a that's a cool idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Um that that's my number three, the Disney character tour. And then I don't know if they would ever let anybody try no, any mean, of the stuff on. I doubt it, but I don't know. If you, you have to be a very specific height to even get cast in right. those things. So Yeah, Goofy has to be tall and yeah, Tigger. Yep. Um so I have for my number three something that I think would be an absolute blast. Because I'm a history person. I'm somebody who likes history of the parks. So, like, Keys to the Kingdom does the history of the parks. But there's no tour that does the historic things that have happened at Disney. So, how about this? I'll call it the historic locations tour. Sure. They'll go to the contemporary to see where Nixon, I'm not a crook speech, happened, right? Over at the contemporary resort. I know where you're going next. To the Polynesian. Yep, and what happened there? The Beatles officially (laughs) dissolved at the Polynesian. Yeah, that's a good idea. There are lots of historic things that have happened around the parks, Mm -hmm. or things that maybe we don't even know have happened around the parks that Disney knows about. Yeah. Um, I think it would be very awesome if they had a historic locations uh, or notable locations thing around the park. So, you know, even things like, hey, did you know that this episode of such and such was shot here yeah or so many abc is, shows yeah all the abc yeah. shows right yeah. back uh, what was it tgif back in the day oh, there was yeah. always that one week where Full everybody house. everybody went to disney steve yeah. urkel's running around disney yeah um there's a throwback for, for they you. still do it i don't know what show recently <clears throat> i saw where they were i don't know i'm not gonna spend forever thinking about it yeah. my point is is they still do yeah it. but I, I do think a historic locations thing you know now we have the look COVID was a very historic thing that's happened or is still happening, but the world shut down and talking about the NBA bubble, this is where the NBA teams played. This is where the NBA teams stayed. This is where they ate. This is the, this is the restaurant that they complained about, (laughs) you know, (laughs) these, these sorts of things I think would be really cool. I would love that tour. Um, And it's something that they don't necessarily have to even go inside the parks. Yeah, that's something that could be a resort hopping type experience because you know you start at the contemporary with the Nixon thing. You, you go over to the Polynesia. monorail. Yeah, yeah. So I would love to do a historic or notable locations around property tour. Cool. I think that'd be fun. I like that. Yeah. Um, number two is going to be the new attraction tour. So what this is, is we'll use Tiana for example, okay, or we could use Tron, either one. Um, so what you get to do is you get to go, um, you put on a construction or a hard hat, and you get to walk around and see before the attractions open all of the animatronics that they're working on. You get to see the plans, you know, no cell phones, nothing like that. You get to see everything that is going to be on the inside of the new uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure ride, and you get that little peek into what's coming before any anybody else so you know if it was tron you get to see or you get to hear what the music they're going to play during the ride you get to see what the colors are you get to see how they're going to do the lockers you get to find out all that information in advance without you know taking video or or anything like that i just think that would be for certain people people who want to know things first well they want to know before anybody else they do this but they do it 
without monetizing it. They do it by bringing in influencers and then basically saying you can't tell them ever. You're like they have them like sign NDAs or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it's like, hey, make sure you talk us up. Right? Yeah, but and, imagine if you're not an influencer. No, and I you know. Just have money. I I get it. Yeah, I, yeah, I know yeah. what you're saying is you're telling you're saying, hey, Disney, monetize this because this mm-hmm. is a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. And I don't disagree with you. Um, but they technically do it now. I mean, I don't know about the hard hat part going in like be yeah. really behind the scenes while they're building, but yeah, bring you but, into you know look at all the animatronics that are you know yeah. in progress right now in Tiana's. I think I think that would be an interesting one, or even just doing something like where they a tour of where they're building animatronics, right? Because right. the way how detailed they are now, like the robotics behind that, it's amazing. So. Or seeing the track and Cosmic Rewind with the lights on before you even get to ride the ride. Yeah. And looking around and getting the full scope. Yeah. I think I think a behind the scenes, like you're saying, behind the scenes of the new rides, it'd be a good way to drum up interest in those mm-hmm. new rides. Yeah. Um, we're putting a lot of faith in Disney to actually continue construction. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I, I mean, Iger just got extended, so maybe, but, you know, he also has made some questionable decisions lately about some of the stuff he's said about actors, actresses, and writers, you know, yeah. while his salary has quadrupled and yep. he, he's making some questionable decisions about what he's saying. So I don't know that, that, that we can guarantee that he's going to put money into the parks instead of it into his own pocket, but you yeah. know, you never know. Um, and, yeah. and that's not a shot at Bob Iger. I just, I, I got a little upset this week when I saw what he said. Yeah. So that's, a, that's an aside. And I, I didn't mean to go on. But. Bob goofed a little bit, but I think by and large, Bob has made good decisions for the company. I wouldn't say that about the other Bob. I think the other Bob has done some good things too. Bob Chapek did a few good things, but I think, I think in my opinion, that the majority of the things he did were not really on target with the way I wish the company would go. Hey, he was coming from a different, yeah, from a different angle, and that's fine. But I don't want to digress too much. No. So that my number two is the new attraction tour. Cool. Um, my number two is something very similar to something they already have. Now, they Uh-oh. have the Starlit Savannah tour. I don't know why they don't have a sunrise on the Savannah tour. Ooh, and that's when all the animals are out. Go out and go out there and you get to like sit down and have a meal possibly out on the Savannah, just like they have the Savor the Savannah is the is one of the tours they have where they get to, you get to eat a meal. What if you went out and watched sunrise and then after sunrise comes up and you see the animals over the Savannah, you are then escorted to that pavilion that they do the same the same thing for yeah. the Savor the Savannah yep. with coffee um and, you know, a spread of like pastries and yeah. you know just a very basic continental style breakfast. That'd be cool. I think that would be an amazing thing to do. Sunrise over the savannah would be awesome. And they could do it. They don't have to do it in the park. They could do it over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah. Um because then you don't have to worry about opening up and letting people in early. You can do it over at the lodge. You're you know it's it's very similar to the Starlet Savannah one. You go out there early. I understand people will be saying and talking to their speakers right now, well, they have to go out and check the animals and check, make sure everything's okay before they let people back on the safari. And that's why. Okay. Sure. So show up, have the people who check that show up earlier. And I know that that might be a a tone deaf take about like workers, but it's that easy to do. And then show up earlier, you get off earlier. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Yeah. So I think that would be a very cool thing to do is sunrise over the savannah 
you know, and it, it could come with breakfast. doesn't have to, but I think it'd be cool if it did. Very similar to the Savor Savannah. So it's kind of a mixture of the Starlit Savannah Tour and the Savor of the Savannah Tour over at Animal Kingdom Park um, mixed. And I, I do think that logistically it would have to happen over at Lodge and not in the park. Sure. But still, how cool would it be? Because the, sun, the sunrise and sunset over there is gorgeous. And Take advantage less, of it. Less animals to manage over at the um, Animal Kingdom. Right, Lodge. you're not worried. You're not worried about exactly like the, the number of animals yeah. and and, and it, it it wouldn't have to be extremely expensive. It could be the same cost as the Starlit Savannah tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be really cool to do. I would be the first one in line signing up. I'm sure of it. Um, especially if I'm standing over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So sunrise over the Savannah. That is my number two tour. I wish they had. My number one and you can probably already guess, is the Happy Haunts Tour. And what I would like for my number one, and this is the thing I would absolutely love to do for the Happy Haunts Tour, is kind of an all-encompassing look into the Haunted Mansion. Now, the Haunted Mansion is always running. It's an omni-mover. People are going through it constantly. This would need to be probably an after-hours tour, which is good because it would be later at night. And what I would like is to start off, you get to the Haunted Mansion and you ride the ride, but you ride the ride so that uh, there's a narration. Like normally you hear the narration, it takes you to the first place, which is like the corridor with the mirrors. And your your uh, doom buggy stops. And there is a timed, every time you stop, it's a three-minute narration. So if you are currently stopped in your doom buggy and you are right outside the long hallway with the candlestick, there's a three-minute narration about how they do that with the mirrors and and kind of the history of that particular part. Three minutes is up, you, the doom buggies move, and now you're in Madame Leota, and the lights come on, and it, you get to see, and the only reason I know this is because somebody took a photo in there once, <laughs> and the, their light came on to take a photo, and we saw this the string that holds Madame Leota's head, the, yeah. the crystal ball, yeah. and I didn't know that until someone decided to take a picture and I went, Oh, they're hung. They're hung in the room by strings. So the lights come on and they can kind of discuss everything. Then three minutes you move on and then it's the dancers. So you go through and the entire ride with information and how all the different gags and things work. And then they can take you kind of underneath and you can see kind of behind the scenes in haunted mansion. They tell you everything about it and, and that's your tour. I mean, it could be a total of, you know, one hour potentially. I mean, here's the reality. They could do this. <clears throat> they could do this. Yes. Shut the ride down maybe an hour early. Yeah. On a party night or whatever. Sure. And have it be limited. But they could actually do this where it's early in the morning. Mm-hmm. You're the first ones on. Right. They yeah. run you through it. And then when you're done, you do like a tour of like the grounds. Yeah. And you like they talk about the history behind Oh, there's Mr. Toad. Well, this is where Mr. Toad came from. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Yep. Oh, look at this. This is this particular hidden. You know, this isn't a hidden Mickey, but it's a hidden gem. Look at the look at the um, horse prints. You know, walking away from the carriage, mm-hmm. even though it's not there. Look at look down here. There's the ring. All those things. But the ring um, was actually a pole that yeah. they chopped off, yeah. and people thought, and yeah. well, even if that's true, who knows? Yeah. So maybe it was there on purpose. But I. It's it's no secret if you're a regular listener that the Haunted Mansion is my favorite attraction. There's also a movie coming out soon that I'm optimistic about. Um, uh, there's there's a there's a couple lines that 
my son absolutely loses his marbles when he sees sees it on the preview. So because it's inaccurate? No, because it's hilarious. Oh well, there's <clears throat> there's one line that they say that is different than the line in the ride, yeah. and that drives me nuts. So there's but the line where um, somebody says something like you know talks about the guy had he had no head blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, and it was like wait, it was a human? Well, sort of. Whoop. And then he describes the guy again with like no head. He goes, what part of that is human? <laughs> it's sort of human. Uh, so I, I think that, I think it's going to be funny. I'm optimistic about it. I really am. I always tend to like, with the exception of, no, even Jungle Cruise is okay. I was going to say, the, the movies that come from the rides tend to be pretty good. So The original Haunted Mansion movie I was not a fan of. Okay. I was very let down because it's okay. always been my favorite. And I like Eddie Murphy a lot. I think Eddie Murphy's hilarious. But yeah. that it wasn't even in the ballpark. Like yeah. this preview, they at least they dangle a carrot to a lot of things that are in the ride. Yeah. You know, the bride with the axe and hatbox ghost. And you don't see as much of, oh my gosh, I'm, tra- I'm blanking on the hitchhiker's names. I used to have them all memorized too. Um, I, I'm sure they're going to be in there too. Um, but yeah, yeah. And, but then they also take it a little bit further, which I thought was cool too. And there's this whole thing with like water. There's this big wave that comes in and a face. I'm like, oh, that's not in the ride, but that's cool too. Yeah, I, I think I think it's going to be good. I really do. I like the I'm, actors they yeah. that are in it. They're all very funny comedians. And, and I think Disney's more comfortable with pushing the envelope a little bit more now mm-hmm. than they were when they did the first one. Yes. I think they're a little bit more... Um, they're willing to push that PG PG thirteen level. Yes. So I think it's I think it's going to be fun, and I'm excited to see it. And I'm also excited that Hatbox Hatbox Ghost is going to come to Disney. Unfortunately, not this summer because they're closing it down for two days, and then came out immediately and said, "Oh, by the way, yeah, we're closing it down for two days. Don't get your hopes up. This is not about Hatbox Ghost." So nah, they say that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it could be a surprise. Uh, I think it's. I hope it's not. Yeah, I don't think it is. Uh, we'll see. I hope it's not because it's like right after I leave. So I hope it's not because <laughs> I'll be I'll be really mad if I missed it by two days. So anyway, um, that's a goal number one. My number one is yeah. similar. Sure. My number one could be done at any park. I don't care which park. Oh, I prefer it to be done at Magic Kingdom, but I don't care which one. Huh. And my number one tour that I want to see is called the Lights On Tour. Oh, okay. If you follow us on Instagram similar earlier, I said yeah earlier this week. Yeah, I posted. Um, a video from last year when we were riding, my wife and I were in on the people mover yeah. in one car. Our kids were in the car behind us. Yep. And as we went through Space Mountain, the lights were on. And I was like, oh my God, we're getting to see Space Mountain with the lights on. It was so awesome. Yeah. Um, and I had posted a reel about it, said, hey, tag tag somebody you want to ride through Space Mountain with the lights on. Mm-hmm. And that is that was fresh in my mind when I had sent you this because I was like, yeah. I want to do a lights on tour. Yeah, that's cool. Where you get to ride rides that are normally dark with the lights on um space mountain looks like it would be terrifying with the lights on yeah <laughs> okay it's just like um, it's like a big can it of looks worms. like it, it would look like you're getting decapitated around every corner <laughs> um the i would love to do a lights on through haunted mansion i think that'd be cool i would like to do a lights on through peter pan to see the force perspective pirates pirates would be fun now so think of any dark ride that you would want to do, and then think about, I want to see that like with the lights on. It could be anything, like Frozen. It could be all, there's so many. They'd have so to do so many. They'd have to do some cleaning and get rid of some cobwebs. Oh, you think? Um, <laughs> Except but, for Haunted Mansion. Yeah, Haunted Mansion. They don't have to get rid of them. 
Well, pirates, they can or keep some cobwebs, over, too. Over at Hollywood Studios, how cool would it be to ride Tower of Terror with the lights on? Yeah, that'd be cool. I think it would be a lot of fun to do a lot of the rides that are dark with the lights on. And so that is my number one wish, is that we have a that we have some sort of access to a, here's my money, let me see behind, kind of behind the curtain, turn the lights on, I want to see this. The lights on tour or the afraid of the dark tour? <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? <laughs> but like, I don't you want, I know that you, some people wish for, for rides to break down. Because? They turn the lights on. Yeah. And you get to see things. Like when they turn the lights on, when we got evacuated, frozen. frozen. Yeah. It was cool um, to see what the animatronics really look like, which is awful, by the way. Yeah. Um, Peter Pan is a dream of mine to get have the get broken down and evacuated from because the lights come on, you get to see how well they did the forced perspective, how tiny those little houses actually are yeah. that looks like you're hundreds of feet above them. No, <laughs> they're they're like six feet below you. Yeah. And you see videos of people getting evacuated from that, and you know they they turn on the lights and they bring out a step ladder. You get down, whatever. I think it would be so cool to be able to see that. And it doesn't, maybe you don't even ride it. Maybe you walk through Peter Pan with the lights on. But my number one wish for a tour. So, dear Disney, if you're listening, please make this happen. The lights on tour. The lights on tour. That's my number one. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, Yes. And it's not really a tour, but it's, it was one of the first ones I came up with. And it's actually related to the Beatles thing that you said earlier is the monorail driver tour and seeing how that works and learning more about the monorail. Where do they park them? How do they choose? What colors are going to go where? Um, what are the controls for the monorail? It's not really a tour, though. It would be like, here, you get to go and... A logistics yeah, kind of a yeah. lesson. There's, um, we'll say it's a rumor. I don't know if it's true or not, but they, they said that um, John Lennon brought his son um, or... or Somehow got to know the monorail driver, and John Lennon's son got to drive the monorail. This is a you know, rumor. Or well, like I mean, that. it wasn't all that long ago that you could sit in the in the captain's or the pilot's uh, area. Yeah, that's relatively recent when you think about Disney's history. Yeah. So I don't know that that's completely impossible. Um, yeah, I, I there's so many things. Like I said, I wish they had that that tour that they used to have about the food. The reason I didn't put it on my list because I was like, I want to do a food tour. And then I was Googling stuff to make sure I wasn't doubling up. And, there, and then I found that one, the Magic Kingdom VIP taste tour. And it's yeah. like, wait, does this exist or not? And I can't find anywhere that says it was canceled. But I also can't find it anywhere where you can book it. Hmm. But it it was it was talked about in 2019. And then, of course, the world shuts down. And it's not been talked about since. So hmm. the 2019 is the latest confirmed time that it was running that I could find. Why is that not a thing? I Anything with food I would do. I one you didn't mention that's actually I don't know if you didn't mention it because it wasn't it's no longer done but they do to my knowledge they do a food tour over at um Animal Kingdom Lodge but really? this is but this is a it's a free one I went to the Walt Disney World website and clicked on the tours and I just copy pasted what was currently right but those are things you can upcharge right yeah. so these are like this would be on like the resort events uh, you know how you, like, you have a resort board? Yeah. Your events of the day. It would be on that. That's so cool. so I think they do that. And they do. I know they do the African art one where they go through and they talk about the African art. Uh, I think there's something similar over at Wilderness Lodge with uh, some of the Native American artifacts. 
Cool. But I'm not positive like on that one. Both of those sound interesting to not me. Not positive on that. But yeah, tours, give me all the tours, right? Because like I said <laughs> on the DVC Trip Reports show I was on, when you're a DVC person, you start to think of life at Disney differently. Yeah. You start to think of it as, I know I'm going to be back to ride that ride, but let's do something unique this trip. Yeah. And that's why that's why we signed up to do you know the the up close with the rhinos and the behind the seeds because we don't need we don't feel rushed to get every ride in. Well, I, again, I'm very excited to hear your trip report, and it's you know it was fun to do when when I got back from California, and I'm really interested in hearing all the stories, and I know our listeners are too, and yeah. that's very soon. It's coming it up soon, a couple very, weeks here, very soon, yeah. And we will definitely do a trip report when we get back. Um, if you haven't yet, please follow us on Instagram. Twitter, TikTok, um, threads. We are at Dizless Pod. You can join us over on Facebook as well. Um, and then also Patreon is www.patreon.com slash Pod for less than the cost of a couple cup, cups of coffee for each of us. Um, you can get early access to new episodes. You can get bonus content and possibly more. Um, so that, I would love for everybody to check that out and, and give us a review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening. And it helps, that. helps the algorithm makes us pop up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a great big beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>